Hello, this is Horace Williams Jr. of the PleasingToThePod.com podcast. It is Easter weekend. Hope you're having a blessed uh, Easter weekend or Passover, whatever you may celebrate. Easter weekend is probably one of my favorite uh, holidays um, because of what it represents. I also... I will admit, though, I struggle with what Jesus went through when he was crucified on that Friday. And so I'm not going to read any portions of that passage of scripture because I don't want to get all weepy and emotional trying to record the podcast. But, um, we know that Jesus was born as a baby and 33 later, 33 years later, he was crucified on the cross. Well, now, why was he crucified? And John 3.16 doesn't get any more simpler than that. It says, For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And I talk about this a lot in my books when I talk about belief. I'm not talking about belief like intellectual knowledge of knowing that or believing that he Jesus lived and he was on this earth and yada 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 but believing is more about being a Christian is more about having a personal relationship with Jesus Christ admitting that you are a sinner that I am a sinner and realizing that there's no other way to be forgiven of those sins than to accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of your life and to live for him confess those sins ask him to come live within your heart and so that always concerns me because you hear the word belief, belief, belief so often that it's easy to become lax with that word and not really grasp what is required because Jesus talks about it in the New Testament that there will be people that will stand before him and say, Lord, Lord, didn't I testify for you? Didn't I, you know, prophesy, etc., etc.? And he will say, I ne- uh, depart from me, I never knew you. And I can't imagine standing at the throne worse words to hear than to depart from him from Jesus Christ forever to be separated from him forever that would not be a good thing because there's only two places that one is going to end up in eternity and there's heaven or hell and that's just a fact of the matter we're all going to die at some point and so my objective in sharing these podcasts and writing books and putting these inspirational messages on my website and blog posts is to encourage people, inspire people to seek the Lord with all their heart and to build that relationship with him, to develop a relationship with him and to, because to be honest, there's nothing better. There's nothing better than having a relationship with Jesus Christ. But I want to focus on today is the crucifixions happened and I want you to imagine what Saturday must have been like for those that have been following Jesus for the three years of his ministry. For one, they were scared to death. They were pretty much huddled up in a home wondering if they were next because, you know, of course their leader had been crucified, had been killed. And so there was sadness, of course, but there was also a great deal of fear. And so I can't imagine 
what that Saturday was like. I know when my father passed about a year and a half ago, the pain that I felt was, it's kind of hard to describe, but it's, I wasn't doing a lot of crying, I think because he had been sick with Alzheimer's for so long, but the pain in my gut was just, I guess the term is gut-wrenching, but it was just, there was a hole that seemed like it took not days, not weeks, but months for it to subside. It was just like I was in a constant state of pain because even though I knew that I would see him again, I was still sad because he was no longer with us, no longer here, and it seemed like it had been so long since he and I had been able to have conversations uh, due to the Alzheimer's. And um, so imagine dealing with that kind of pain with your beloved friend, leader, mentor, teacher, son to some, son to Mary. You know, he's been murdered, he's been killed, he's died on the cross. And so Saturday's just got to be unbelievably difficult, challenging. Can't imagine what kind of day that Saturday would have been. But now I'm going to get to the good because I want to read from Luke chapter 24. And I really like Luke because Luke is a doctor and he also was a Gentile. Luke was not a Jew. And so it was interesting to read the book of Luke and get things from his his perspective and how he was inspired by the Lord to share what happened on that glorious Sunday morning. So this is Luke chapter 24, verse 1. I'm going to read verses 1 through 12, and then I'm going to finish with, uh, well, I'll get to that when I get to that. So, but on the first day of the week at early dawn, they came to the tomb, bringing the spices which they had prepared. And this was the ladies that had come to care for Jesus' body. And they found the stone rolled away from the tomb. But when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were perplexed about this, behold, two men suddenly stood near them in gleaming clothing. And as the women were terrified and bowed their faces to the ground, the men said to them, Why are you seeking the living one among the dead? He is not here, but he has risen. Remember how he spoke to you while he was still in Galilee, saying that the Son of Man must be handed over to sinful man and be crucified, and on the third day rise from the dead? And they remembered his words. And returned from the tomb and report all these things to the eleven, that's the disciples, and to all the rest. Now these were the women, Mary Magdalene, Joanna, and Mary the mother of James, and also other women with them were telling these things to the apostles. But these words appeared to them as nonsense, and they would not believe the women. Nevertheless, my man Peter got up and ran to the tomb, and when he stooped and looked in, he saw the linen wrappings only, and he went away to his home, marveling at what had happened. Okay, now can you imagine, because you know, it's Saturday, what, what they went through on Saturday, and here it is, early Sunday morning, <laughs> and 
these women, these ladies come, they tell the disciples that have been huddled up in this house that they can't find Jesus. That someone's told them, angels have told them that he's been risen. And it's so funny uh, because now we're going to jump forward to verse 36 of Luke 24, kind of picking up. Now, while they were telling these things, Jesus himself suddenly stood in their midst and said to them, Peace be unto you. But they were startled and frightened and thought that they were looking at a spirit. And he said to them, Why are you frightened and why are your doubts arising in your hearts? See my hands and my feet. It is I myself. Touch me and see, because the spirit does not have flesh and bones, as you plainly see that I have. And when he had said this, he showed them his hands and his feet. Remember, that's where he was pierced. He's piercing his hands and feet on the cross. While they still could not believe it because of their joy and astonishment, he said to them, Have you anything here to eat? They served him a piece of broad fish, and he took it and ate in front of them. <laughs> that, that brings me such joy when I read that, because it's, I just can't imagine what those disciples are thinking, what their what you know, their mass must have been on the ground as Jesus is standing there in their midst uh, in a renewed body. But um, it's just really encouraging. I want to share with you a couple of things of why we can have hope because of what took place on that Sunday, what Jesus did, his resurrection. But here's what, another thing that Jesus said to the disciples. He said, after he ate the fish, these are my words that I spoke to you while I was still with you, that all the things that are written about me and the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms must be fulfilled. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures and he said to them, So it is written that the Christ would suffer and rise from the dead on the third day, and that repentance for forgiveness of sins would be proclaimed in his name to all the nations beginning from Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. And behold, I am sending the promise of my Father upon you, but you are to stay in the city until you are clothed with power from on high talking about uh, the Holy Spirit once Jesus ascends to heaven the Holy Spirit for anyone who accepts Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior the Holy Spirit comes to live within them and is there to empower them encourage them advise them convict them just anything that the believer needs so I'm going to pause for a minute take a sip of water and come back and finish off this podcast okay I'm back I promised that I would share with you why we can't have hope because of what Jesus did. And I'm going to share with you something from Romans chapter 6. Just going to read a few verses here that talks about, and this is verse 5 of chapter 6. Well, let's go back to chapter 4. Well, I'm going to stick with 5. For if we have become united with him in newness of life, I'm sorry, in likeness of his death, certainly we shall also be in the likeness of his resurrection, knowing this, that our old self was crucified with him in order that our body of sin might be done away with so that we would no longer be slaves to sin. 
but one who has died is freed from sin. Now, if we have died with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him, knowing that Christ, having been raised from the dead, is never to die again. Death no longer is the master over him. For the death that he died, he died to sin once for all time. But the life that he lives, he lives to God. So you too, being us Christians, consider yourselves to be dead to sin, but alive to Christ. And I'm sorry, alive to God in Christ Jesus. Okay, that is why we can have hope. Because Jesus was the first fruit of many for everyone who believes, who accepts Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of life, Lord and Savior of their life, we too can have hope because of the eternity that awaits us. I talked about my dad. I have the hope that even though we have a past together, we will have a future together. Because I will see him again in heaven someday. Because I put my I know for a fact my dad has put his faith and trust in Jesus Christ, and I have done the same. And so we will be together for eternity, which I look forward to because we will both be in renewed bodies. <clears throat> Excuse me. No more pain. His Alzheimer's will be gone. And who knows what we will be able to do, talk about in eternity. So that's just a joyous thing to look forward to and, and just gives me such hope. And you can have hope if you belong to Jesus Christ as well. So I'm going to close with this. I came across this passage and it just really spoke to me. It's Hebrews 13 and 15. And this is just some encouragement as far as what we can do going forward now that we have hope. Through him then, that's him being Jesus, let us continue to offer up a sacrifice of praise to God that is the fruit of lips praising his name, which is we should always be doing because of what he's done for us, praising him. It doesn't have to be in song, it could be in word, it could be in obedience is another another excellent way to show your appreciation appreciation for what Jesus has done. And do not neglect doing good and sharing, for with such sacrifices God is pleased. And then now may the God of peace who brought up from the dead the great shepherd of the sheep through the blood of the eternal covenant, that is Jesus our Lord. Equip you in every good thing to do his will, working in us that which is pleasing in his sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. I just thought that was a really good way to end this post for Easter. I hope that you really think about what took place on Saturday and then, of course, Sunday morning. It's not so much about Easter eggs and Easter bunnies and chocolate. It's remembering what Jesus has done for us. He's given us opportunity to opportunity to spend eternity with him. To have a life of peace and joy and hope as we live on this troubled world, this dark world. Because knowing what the future holds. And because of that, we can have hope. I want to thank you for tuning in to the PleaseThePotter.com podcast. If you'd like to read any of my books or check out the blog posts, I've written a blog post about Easter this year, and I probably will publish something else. Go to pleasetopod.com, click on the, the books tab. You can click on the podcast tab. There's a blog post tab. There's even a prayer request tab if you'd like someone to pray with you. I've enjoyed praying with people this week. 
Uh, if you have a praise request, something that something good has happened, feel free to click on that prayer request tab and leave me a message. And I'll get back to you as quickly as possible. Thank you so much for joining me today. Hope you have a blessed Easter weekend. Take care of yourself. Keep eyes on Christ. And God bless.